Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Welcome to the Over Comfort Podcast, you guys. We are overwhelmed with so much love and support. I want to give you guys a huge hug because I'm just so happy with the love that the first episode has gotten. It was so sentimental and important to me, and I'm really happy that you guys are receiving it well. I have a very special guest today. This handsomeness right here, <laughs> my brother, Johnny. So yeah, we're going to get into a nice conversation today, a conversation that we rarely have, to be honest, and it's about grief and growing up, how it's affected us. I always get messages, and I'm sure that you get messages too, right, about how, yeah. like, how, we, how we've done it to be so strong or... They message us their experiences, and I kind of want to address it to everybody that are in the same situation. Um, for example, we lost our dad when, like, 13 years ago? 13 yeah. years ago. And mom was 10 years, so it was, like, three years after. It's actually relatively quick, because, like, the older I get, it seems like three years passes, like, really quick. But that seemed like a long three yeah. years. Yeah. And honestly, time really goes by fast, though. Like, it's sad. But it feels now like it yesterday. No, it does. Yeah. Like it just, it's, um, 
I don't know, it just does something to you. You have a lot more on your mind mentally than when you were a kid. Yeah. And I guess when your mind is so occupied, it just makes time go by faster. Um, and grief is definitely definitely different for everybody, I feel. Like, that, yeah. it doesn't even have to be, like, of a person. It could be, it could even be of a person that's alive. Like, say you lost, like, you're not friends with someone or someone disappeared and, like, you have to grieve someone that's alive. Like, grief is different for people in different ways and it and it sucks it really really sucks and i'll be honest from my perspective growing up like i will say that if i didn't have the faith in god that i have today like i i don't know what i would be because i've definitely i've had very dark moments i've had moments of suicide i've had moments of you know depression and where it feels like my world is absolutely ending but thankfully like i've relied on god and you know, the purpose that I'm here for. And for me, I think it was, I feel like my mom's, I don't know for you, if mom's passing hurt more because mom's was unexpected and dad, we kind of expected it. Yeah. Yeah. But because I think, he was sick. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I definitely, I really thought there was still going to be a chance. Like my dad was going to survive. Like, I, no, of course I thought so too, but because he was in the hospital, yeah, it's we knew different. what was like, what chances. was going on? Yeah, it's it's definitely different, but I I think biggest thing I realized with losing mom is j- like like you said about how grief is like different for everybody mm-hmm. because I mean all five of us handled my mom's passing really really differently. I was the only one that could listen to her music right away. I I've always been like that. Like I don't know why. I guess it was comfort for me or what exactly it was, but it wasn't until like maybe two, three years ago that I thought, you know, I'm, I'm just going to have a period where I don't excessively listen to my mom's music and see how I feel. And, you know, I, I, I don't think my siblings ever, like, judge me for it, but they always, like, I guess they always wondered, like, damn, how is he, how, how is he able to do that? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, I absolutely can't. Like, even to this day, I can't. Like, when we have, like, our little meetings and all this stuff, I'm like, like I always get like I get anxious about it and I always have to yell at like Lando or Val or Omi or whatever and I'm like can you not do that like and it's hard for them to understand yeah like you know for me it was more like you you you, I noticed though that you you let people be a little bit more versus me like I would vocalize that with my friends like i don't i don't like this like yeah because i don't want to come off like i feel bad for them as well like i know that they love and appreciate like mom as the artist but then for me it's like because she was the artist that's why she died you know what i mean i get you so it's like harder for me to like listen to it and it's like harder for people to understand um so for me like i don't know when I, I guess I used to get angry like that, but not anymore. I'm not. Yeah, I used to get angry about it. But I'm like now I'm kind of just like I just prefer not to because I like to have that separation. Like she was my mom. Yeah. Not the artist. You know what I mean? I, ba- I barely feel like I've been. It's funny because I in the last year, year and a half is like where I feel like I'm. Yeah, two years actually where I feel like I'm finally like understanding her as as mom. And yeah. it's 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 weird to say that, but and I don't I don't a lot of people probably won't get it, but I just um that's something that I've been going through that's taken time and it's been ten years and I'm barely yeah. feeling like that. So, what do you feel like is your biggest lesson that you learned? Mm, 
One with dad and one with mom. One with dad and one with mom. Mm. I guess, I don't know one or the other, but I know both of them, like, I guess losing them, kind of like what mom always, like, trying to, like, teach us, that the world doesn't necessarily owe you shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, I guess a lot of times you can get trapped in your grief mm-hmm. and you feel like, like, fuck, why is this happening to me? But, like, no, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it happens to everybody. It just, it just so happened to happen to me really, really early. And I actually kind of sometimes think if I, if I, if it happened to me at this point in my life, I would probably have gone crazy. Like, yeah, I feel like that too. Yeah. Where I feel like I'm kind of happy that it happened younger Versus now. Because it's easier to adapt, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, because we had to grow up, like, without it. Like, I don't know how the our older ones did it. Janae, Johnny, I mean, Janae, Mikey, and Jackie. Yeah, I, I, well, like, like I, I, I was looking at footage from the day we buried her, and I'm looking at Mikey, and he's speaking right next to my mom's coffin, and I'm just, like, thinking... He fuck, he's 21 at that point, mm-hmm. and he had just had Luna. If it wasn't for Luna, I don't think Mikey would be here. No, I know. And I just feel like if it happened now, I'd f- like now that I'm 25, I feel like I'd probably go crazier. Me too. I always feel like that. Like, I just like, like, it sucks. It really sucks, like, because we had to do it at that young age when we had to grow up quicker. But I feel like, I and I, like, I feel like God built us for that in a way. Yeah. Like, it was. Obviously, this is what, you know, I really believe that God has a purpose and he has a plan for everything. And I really feel like us talking about this is like our, also our plan or his purpose and a plan to help people heal and talk about we, it. We don't have conversations like this very often no. at all, guys. It's like and I'm but, actually before we started filming, I was I, got, I was like really uncomfortable because this is like, I don't know. It makes me feel like when I was back in my childhood and I would do YouTube and it's just. I guess that's it's weird. I don't know why I'm hard on my inner child like that, but I am. So. And I think it's it's okay. I think it's gonna it's healing your inner child right now, though. Yeah. I true. do think that it was harder for us though because it was public. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like dads went by quick like this. Like, obviously, I still miss him and and all that stuff, right? But I feel like it was just different. And I, I, I don't want to say because he was like, you, you know, he had his moments and all this stuff. Like, dad was a present dad, but, you know, whatever happened, he went to jail and all that yeah. stuff. So like then it, it just like felt that, like. That kind of prepared us. Like, yeah, it kind of just slowly like, okay, like he was already kind of gone in a sense. Yeah. And then mom, like, obviously it just the next day we woke up and there was fucking cameras outside. There was media and it's like. Whoa, like, I remember, you remember when I wrote that note on Instagram? I was just like, can you guys just let us fucking be, like, give us some space and... and when did you wrote it? Time, wrote? I wrote it, like, that a week or something, within that week that I she passed away. I don't remember. It's such a blur. That week is such a blur. We don't, a lot of us don't remember that week, like, clearly. I get it in glimpses, and when we don't talk about it really often anymore, but when we start talking about it, that's when everything starts coming back. But, like, it, the week my mom passed away, it was a blur. It was. And so when I put that note, I was just like, it, it, I couldn't be normal. Like, I didn't, remember I didn't go back to high school. Yeah, you only went I for like a day to, or I two, I went no? for a day. I went back to school for a day. She was and in a public school, like a regular ass public school. Yeah, and I was just like, everyone kept staring at me and it's just like, bro, like, 
like just leave me alone. Like you felt I, like Bella Swan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like weird. And then at that time, Johnny had gone to a private school, so he didn't really have much to worry about. No, that w- that was literally one of the last things my mom did. Like three months before she passed away, she sent me up. Funny, because we're in this building now. It's the my school is in the building across from us, and um, my mom set me up. And it's, it's like a school where it's one on one. Uh, so you know, each of the teachers, you know, they can just adapt to each student's learning style. There's other students there, but they're it's it's an office building, so each office is a classroom, and there's a homework cafe where ev- all the other students are. And I I I think if I if I was in a public school setting. I definitely would have gone crazy. Yeah. But especially because I feel like, you know, kids can be really fucking mean. I don't know. Kids can be mean, and I feel like I would have had, like, a target on my back. I never really asked you, but do you feel like you you had anxiety ever since they passed away? It's developed. It's developed? It's developed now. Like, I now that I'm older, I'm feeling it. Like, for example, like, I, mom's passing, I don't want to say, like, it overshadowed dad's. But like, it wasn't to a point. It wasn't. It wasn't until when I was older. I felt like, oh shit! Like dad's passing affected me way more than I Mm -hmm. thought. I feel like when mom passed away, I I immediately got anxiety. I don't. You know already know. I don't like the plane gets me weird. Yeah, I I I don't get anxiety getting onto planes, uh, but. I mean, it's not, it's, it's impossible for me not to think about it. I guess because I just, I think all of it's just taught me, like, you know, I, I really believe, like, God's in control mm-hmm. of whatever happens. And I guess that's what kind of gives me peace because I get why you have anxiety. You remember last year we were flying from Denver to El Paso and there was, like, some issue going on oh, with the plane. Yeah. I had and I was, every, all, rest, every, you, rest of you guys were freaking out. I was the most nonchalant one the whole time we were there. I was freaking out because... There was just random things happening to the plane. Like, the something plane with the was, pressure. yeah, something was fixing or I don't know what. And I was just like, I don't want to get on this plane at all. Um, so what do you think has been your coping mechanism? Mm, it's varied. It's changed. Like, um, I find it, I, I realized when I was 13, I found it a lot more in music. Because it's, it's really weird. Because when dad passed, I... Um, I really dived into, you know, production and, you know, cameras, movie. I wanted to be a movie producer, actor, and director. And it, it's not that, like, it went away, but I just... I, I some, it was already slowly happening when mom was still here, like, in that last year. But, like, when mom passed, I just kind of lost it. I didn't care for it anymore. It was really weird. It was really weird. And then... Mm, First time I ever thought about music, I was 11, and then 13, I decided I really wanted to, like, dedicate myself to that art, and that's definitely a coping mechanism, but, like, now that I'm older, and I'm realizing, you know, just everything that comes, like, with growing up, like, just stuff that you gotta deal with, stuff that you hold inside, definitely meditation, um, yeah, definitely meditation because I I do believe in God, yeah. and we were raised in a Christian household. Mm-hmm. So like I have like those beliefs at my core, but like I have like, well, I have my my own idea of everything, and that's what's that's what helped me cope a lot. That's good because and I it's really helped you. That's, like, a, that's something I never exactly like talked about, but like I did, I definitely did. Um, 
I stopped believing in God for like a good year and a half, two years after my d- mom passed. You really did. I really stopped. I I would say some really like, I, I can't believe I'm the same person now because the shit I would say was like, I, it's it's crazy. Yeah. For me, it was when mom first passed away and when dad first passed away it was food. And remember, I gained a lot of weight. We all we all had food. I know, but it was like, mm-hmm. you know, when you just wouldn't stop. Um, I don't know what my coping mechanism has been. I think it's just. I don't. I honestly don't talk to many, very many people. And I think you coped the same way mom did. I just coped privately. I think, like within myself and prayer, and like having like maybe a mentor. I went to therapy. Like I started therapy two years ago. I, I, you know, it helped me a lot. It helped me like just get past it. It's funny because. Remember, I was in therapy when mom passed. Like I was already at a mm-hmm. therapist, and then two years after, I just I decided I need to let it, I needed to let it go. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Like I just I felt like I wasn't. It's different for it. everybody, though. But now I'm older, mm-hmm. and it's helping me again. Yeah. But in that moment, I, I guess it was just so. I don't know. I just I dipped one day. I said I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> so I have a, a, a question. Yeah. And I want you to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I know I haven't been a, a perfect sister, right? Okay. Have I ever hurt you in the process of grieving? Mm, I think we all have indirectly. But that's just part of, like, grieving. Because we've all... I think we all want... We've all wanted everyone to understand the way we're grieving, but we forget to, like, try to understand the other person. So what could have I done better? Mm. No, I have like this vivid memory. I remember the day it was the twenty first of December of twenty twelve, uh-huh. and like I, I didn't realize, I didn't realize like I, I didn't realize that that was gonna be like the rest of our lives, like, cause I, I put on mom like it was nothing in the car, uh-huh. and I remember you, t- you told me not to, like to turn it off, and, and I didn't get it at first, but then I it clicked, and I was like, oh shit, and then later I, I remember I was repeating that moment in our like in my head and I was just like this is gonna be the rest of our lives I just realized that but like it was it was just like it was never anything horrible it was just stuff like that like nitpicking things yeah and I think that's like the thing though I I felt bad for it too though like it I never held it against you right Mm. thank you (laughs) thank you because I was just thinking I was when I was like now that I'm older and I've done the therapy and I've done the coping and I've done the healing like I know I've hurt people in the process of like healing and all that stuff and I was just like you know he's my little brother so it was kind of like I he probably got the most of it and like it made me feel bad but that's why I, I, I wrote it down I'm like what have I done to hurt you and I'm sorry about that it's okay if there's things that I've hurt you for you know in the process of mom and dad passing away. Yeah. You know? And I that's, like, the importance is, like, everybody heals differently. Like, we're siblings. We have five. Five people. It's not like it's just me and him. Yeah. It's also my other ones where it's just, like, you know, someone may get angry. Someone's a little happier. And it's kind of like, why the fuck are you happy? So it gets, it gets hard for everybody. And I think that... Yeah, it's true. just worrying about and healing on your own terms and healing from the inside. Like what, you know, you can't force it to happen. It's just like 
I, like biggest healing moment I've had was like three, four years ago during the pandemic, and I was like, mm, I don't know. It's just it's it's a moment that just comes to you where you like feel like okay, I need to I need to get it together somehow. Yeah, and it like I said, it's it's different for everybody, and it's different for you know. I'm happy I'm not alone feeling this. Yeah. You know, I'm happy that I have him and I have my siblings where it's like today I'm feeling this. And I think that was my mistake as well. Like I'm not very expressive with my feelings. And I feel like if I was a little bit more then our dynamic would be different. And that's what I'm working on now that I'm older. It's like, okay, I want to express this and this. So that way people can understand me better and I can understand him better or my siblings better. And, um, I think communicating in that sense really helps with your relationships, um, even privately. And I think that's what matters more in the core, like in our home versus publicly. Like I could care less about that stuff. Um, what do you think your greatest lesson you've learned from mom? Mm, I think just, um, I feel like the way mom lived her life, like, the way she had to, like, she felt like she had to use her experience to to teach other people. Like, that's why she went through things. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's kept me going as well. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't think she ever thought, you know, it was going to happen to us as young as we did. But she she did think, like, you know, one day she was going to leave. But And I think she did think ahead, like, they're gonna they're gonna help other children yeah Mm -hmm. i think that yeah i would agree because i feel like it was you know her main goal was to always help people yeah i realized it a lot because there was like a fan that lost her mom an og fan that lost her mom like a couple weeks ago and i saw her at a show and i had i had reached out to her prior uh just i you know wanted to there's because there's nothing you can say Mm -hmm. but i feel like when i reach out to people i just like and they're going through that, it's, they get, he, he fucking gets it. Yeah. Because I always say there's, like, nothing you can say, but I just want to say, like, I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, and, it's, and it meant a lot to her. It's crazy, though, because I had someone that recently lost their, their dad, and it's just, and then Omi, too. Omi, too, where I, I'm just, I, like. I, I, Omi was the first person I asked, because she, you remember she lost her brother, too, uh-huh. right? I asked her, I'm like, I'm like, can I ask you a weird question? Like, do you feel like your mom's passing overshadowed your brother's? And she's like, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because that's the way I felt with, with dad. And that's like, you know, for me, I don't like when people say I'm sorry or at least for me, like I hated it. I hated it from the day. I'm just like, don't say sorry. Like, No, I remember there was. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how we both did it. We both got we, like we were really gracious, like looking back at it now. But there was this was like seven months after my mom passed. We were doing a bookmark signing for her book because at first we all like had made an agreement that uh-huh. we weren't going to sign any books and there was this little girl was like it's not her fault she's innocent but she said she felt bad for us because both of our parents died and it was just so blunt you uh-huh. know what i mean and i remember your face i was like fuck yeah but like i just i don't i never liked it like i never got it and that's why when like with omi like I always tell her, like, oh, are you okay? Like, you know, 
I'm here for you. I feel like that's more important to say someone than to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, and I know people have great intentions. Like, people mean well and all that stuff. Like, I know why they mean they're sorry. Mm -hmm. But it's also kind of like, it's not your fault. So, like, don't say sorry. Yeah, it's also, but it's also like mm, something like that kind of gets me irritated sometimes. It's not anyone's fault. It's more something within myself. It's like when um, I felt like I kind of, tended to push some people away when they would check on me frequently, mm -hmm. frequently, frequently, because mm -hmm. I felt then it made me feel like something was wrong with me yeah. just because I went yeah. through that. Like overbearing. Yeah. And yeah. it's not like no, I appreciate it, but like I need to, I need to exist. Space. I, need, I need to exist. I need to get myself together. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. So for me, this, I'm going to answer the question first. So when did you realize you were strong, stronger than most? And I feel like everyone's strong in their own way. But for me, when I realized I was strong is that the day that mom died, I went to go sing at church that same day. Remember mm -hmm. where we were at grandma's house? And then I, I, I don't know if you went. Did you go? No, I, I, I had, it was a Sunday because mom passed away on a Sunday. But I did go and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to do what I'm called to do and just do it. And it's going to be okay. But that's when I realized I was strong. And I feel like I had to be strong for the rest of them. Like, I wasn't allowed to, like, not that I wasn't allowed, because no one told me that I couldn't, but I felt like I just needed, I couldn't cry. I really couldn't cry in front of them because all of them were feeling, you know, a certain way, and it's just like, I need to I f I felt like do it for them. I felt Yeah, I felt like cause, because we had the experience of losing dad first, mm -hmm. and even though he was, like, their stepfather, it's just, it's something different, I feel like we kind of felt like we had to guide them through mm -hmm. it in some type of way, mm -hmm. especially our older sister. Yeah. Because she was, she ha she, we, when we knew she had to be really, really strong. Yeah. That was so sad. What's your greatest piece of advice that you could pass to someone who's experiencing the same thing as us? Mm. I don't know if it's a piece of advice, but more so I think my best my biggest thing is like my understanding of it and how I have peace with it. You know, I, mm -hmm. um, I'm the type of person that really believes in past lives and karma that we, that we collect. And, uh, and I, I've, I've, I remember growing up, I always asked the question, I'm like, my God, are you like punishing me for something? Cause like, why would you give me like so much? Cause I, I was, I was, I was born when my mom was already becoming a star. So I, I never n exactly knew poverty. I always observed it, but I never knew it myself. And mm -hmm. I always asked, is like, is this, is, is me losing my parents, but like being blessed, like supposed to like have balance or something. And that's really what I, because otherwise I feel like it'd be too perfect. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like I'm balancing something from a previous life and you know, it's, that's helped me have peace with it. And I and I don't think, like, this is it. I think there's a little bit more after this, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think, like, okay. for me, it's having that understanding that's brought me peace. So I feel like anyone... Which takes time, yeah, though. Any, anyone, anyone going through it, you need to just find your understanding of why you're going through mm -hmm. it. Because I, I think... I think that's always what it, like, amounts to, like, in your... And your grief is like you want to understand why 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, you're always asking the question, why? Why did this happen? And I think that's what everyone has to do in their own process, in their own time. I feel like I found that quicker than most of us. Yeah. And, you know, again, it's different for everybody. Grief never disappears. It never goes away. You feel the thing. Ev- like, I don't feel it every day. I will say that I've. it's been 10 years, but it's barely been... Like, this last year, I feel like I've been at peace, and I've been okay with it. Yeah, I actually, it's funny, like, it, it really does come and go, because these last two years, um, 2020, 2021, on her anniversaries, on December 9th, I, I felt fine, especially the week leading up to it, but this last anniversary of the 10 years, it was just, the whole week, I was just heavy, heavy, and then the morning, the morning of, I cried like I did that morning, but, like, well, mine was 2021, and that's when I found out about the whole dad situation. <laughs> and that yeah. hurt. That hurt, and that was because mom wasn't here. Yeah. Because that was the year that I found out. 2021? No, 20 we, f- we found out 2020. We found out a few. We found out. You told me a few days after her birthday in 2020. When we did the test, uh huh, it was we did we did it like in the beginning of June, mm-hmm. and then I think no, but twenty twenty one was when I started looking. Oh, right. No, it was twenty twenty. We were in the pandemic. We were in the pandemic. It was right after July, and uh-huh. it, yeah, yeah. You were. I think you were still investigating at that time. But yeah. we we when we did the DNA test, it was. It was mid-pandemic. That was a, a that, there was a lot going on. It was, but that's when I was the most hurt, and when I was like, oh, "Like you're really not here." Like I was like, "Fuck everybody, fuck this." Like I don't want to hear this. I don't want to sing this. Like nobody talked to me about the artist. Like I was mad. I was really, really mad, and I, I don't know. It's a part it's, of your identity. Like I don't. What's what's tripping me out is like now that you've talked about it, like I've realized in your comment section, I didn't realize how common this was, how many people were going to relate to it. It's another taboo subject like sexual abuse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And while we're here, like I feel like. How did it make you feel? I think I found out at the perfect time because I was in that space where I was. My instinct. My instinct wasn't necessarily to be mad at mom. My instinct was to empathize with her yeah. right away. And, you know, she was 26, 27 at the time. Mm-hmm. She was a different woman. And I think if we all were held accountable for all the shit we were doing in our 20s, then <laughs> I mean, it'd be, be crazy. But she was a different woman. And, you know, we don't necessarily know, you know, at, you know, maybe dad was messing around, too. And she did it out of spite. And. <laughs> I mean, we really don't know. And it, that's what I, yeah. That's what me and Johnny were talking about the other day was that the comparison or like how similar and how many people it's happened to. And, you know, I'm really, I thank you guys for sharing your personal stories with me. And I get to be able to share them with him because he was also part of the process. Like mm-hmm. I hurt him, you know, it hurt his feelings and unintentionally. It, you know, I didn't mean to, and mom didn't mean to, and, you know. I just wanted to know, like, if, it, like, after the fact, like, it made you feel alone. Because, like, in a way, it kind of made, made me did. Because I realized, like, I was the only one 
bio, like with no biological parents on the planet. And it kind of did something to me mentally, but like only for a brief moment. But I remember that moment was really dark. Oh, yeah. It didn't make it made me feel alone because I didn't have mom. But you guys wouldn't understand what I felt because of that situation. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's when I felt alone. Like, they can't understand it because they didn't you. go through that it. That makes sense. You know what I mean? And obviously, like... It's like being the only one in your friend group that has a parent. Yes. I mean, I mean that has... Dead gone, parent? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> we, 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 we cope a lot through dark humor, guys. I think, yeah, that's one of our coping mechanisms. Like, our friends wouldn't understand, but yes, like, it that helps us. But, yeah, I did feel alone because no one understood what I was going through. And then after I released the episode, it was kind of like, wow, like... I wasn't doing it. I did it more for me for my healing because I said this year's this is a year where I'm letting it go. Can I be honest with you? Uh-huh. Like I'm glad you talked about it cuz the pressing thing in the back of my mind for ever since we found this out because you know it was a secret before uh-huh. and but now it was like a secret out amongst us. Uh-huh. And I knew other people knew about it. Right. And I'm like, okay, I feel like this shit's going to come out one day if she doesn't talk about it. Yeah. So, like, I'd rather it be like that, you talking about it, and it's out of your mouth and nobody steals that truth from you. That's why, yeah, that's why I said it. And I was like, you know what? Okay, look, this is what we're going to say. This is how we're going to say it. But it's my truth and what I want to say. And, you know, I'm sorry if I made you feel alone. I didn't mean to make you feel alone. It's okay. I think we, we all did. I think it was just like, I didn't know how to deal with it myself. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, fuck, like, how am I going to help him understand or Janae or Jackie or Mikey understand when I don't understand myself? You want to know something that actually, like, made me feel better about, mm, you know, you, Uh the whole thing with dad. I just, um, something that was, like, really frustrating for me growing up was I feel like a lot of people would dismiss my dad when it came to my mom's Mm. bigger story, and I didn't like it. And I think it's just because of the way things ended. And, you know, my mom had a really strong connection with her boyfriend, Fernie. And he's always been viewed as, you know, the love of her life. And I, but that's still my dad. And I was just like, People would dismiss him and just say things about him, and it would it would frustrate me, and I couldn't say anything because it was just part of their story. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't have them to explain to me like why this happened mm-hmm. and make me understand. But like when I found out about this, and I found out, you know, my dad knew. It just like I'm like that's his heart right there, <laughs> you know? Like it just um it takes a really selfless person to to raise a daughter that's not biologically yours and you know not say anything about it like that's his heart and you're even more than me like you're the biggest example of like how big his heart was and everyone everyone that talks about my dad will always say shit like that like he was such a loving person he was so social he was not even just like with me like not his biological daughter but like, he really loved Jackie, and he really loved, like, you know, yeah. the older ones, like, as if they were his. Yeah. So it's just, like, it's it's different. I mean, like, like, I really hope that everyone, like, back in those times, the way that mi- they misconcept, 
the misconception on dad was like it could disappear now it's like he was such a good-hearted person like he had great intentions and a beautiful heart and yeah. i really like it actually makes me admire their relationship more like mm-hmm. they they really considered each other best friends at the end of their at the end of their lives yeah and that's that's what means the most to me and I, I think because of that too it's like something i noticed is that i never grew up with that like desire to necessarily see my parents together because mm-hmm. you know that that was a struggle for the first three yeah you know they always wanted to have their mom and dad together. i never had that like desire i guess i just because i was always just at peace with how my parents were they had a really it was a funny relationship yeah i think like their co-parenting was... I'm really happy that they co- co-parented great. Yeah. Because I see co-parenting these days, and oh my gosh, I don't... Like, it's just kind of crazy. Because we've grieved, and it's been in the public eye, people have mis- have misconceptions of us. Okay? And I don't like that. What do you mean? Like, I feel like they really, like, see us in a weird way. So what do you feel like is a misconception about you? Mm. I think I um I think I can easily like come off like a dick but I don't mean to <laughs> like I um I think some people find it like difficult to approach me sometimes mm-hmm. but I'm really like I'm not once you get to talking to me like I'm 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 better like that and I also think like mm, I don't know a lot of people I feel like they just misunderstand my motives behind certain things right so I don't think people have really necessarily gotten to know me as an individual. You know, they have an idea of me, a perception of me, but I don't think a lot of people really know. And he has a good, like, heart, you guys. And I feel like people don't really get that. Like, they see him as, like, the little boy, like, malcriado and all this stuff. It's like, Johnny's really grown up into, like, his own person and who he is. And, you know, he's different. Like, he has his little things. Yes, that's his thing. But he's definitely, like... He's down to help people out. Like, he'll talk to you. And obviously, he, you got to get the vibe. Like, I'm a very standoff, standoff person as well. Like, we're, we don't really talk to many people. We're not really friends. And it's just like, you know what? Like, we've been through some shit. Like, so having people coming into our lives is kind of, it's a little weird. So we do have good intentions, good hearts. We're not like some kids, like, that are ungrateful, no, like, total opposite. I feel like that's our biggest misconception, that we're not grateful, and it's like, we're so grateful. Like, I literally pray to God every day. I'm like, thank you, God, because this is the life that you have given me, and I'm blessed, and I thank you for my parents that I had and the time that we had. It's like we learn to grow with what we have and find our peace and really just move on with it. Yeah. doesn't mean anything um, bad, but... Yeah, I really enjoyed having you here. Thank you. Did you feel? Do you feel better now? No, yeah. When we started it. Yeah. Or talked about it. I feel better. Yeah. I feel more comfortable. I was really like nervous coming into here. Not. But do I you feel like? I feel like lighter. This is a conversation that we needed, or yeah. that people needed to hear. Yeah, I feel lighter. That's I feel lighter because especially because we don't have conversations like this very often. I have like, I'm, I'm assuming you do too. More of these conversations like with Janae. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. When I'm, like, having a moment, yeah. 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 There you go. This is my little brother. 
Thank you. He <laughs> is the most cutest one, and I'm so thankful to have you here. I think it was an unnecessary conversation. Um, would you like to share your socials so that people could follow you? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram as a great Cinco. The great Cinco. <laughs> it's a um, play on Great Gatsby. Yeah, it is. It sure is. It's my favorite movie. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. If you guys have lost someone or if you feel like you don't have a way to grieve, I definitely recommend just finding your peace, finding the thing that you feel closest to or someone, talk to someone, find a therapist, really, really let your emotions out and really feel what you need to feel. And I promise it's going to be okay. It may feel like it's never going to be okay. It may feel like the world is ending, but God is on your side. You have people that love you, that care for you, and that are here with you, and you're not alone. No one is ever alone, so make sure you guys subscribe, like, comment on the podcast, Over Comfort Podcast, and I can't wait to see you guys next Thursday. What the world needs now is is positivity connecting relating and being human together is where it's at hi there honey german and i know life happens but trust you got this and state farm got us it feels good knowing that state farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24 7 like a good neighbor state farm is there become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from trinity school of natural health Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.